Welcome to Chica and the Man. And I'm your co-host, Sonia Iris Lozada, and I am Chica. And I'm Alex Greenwood, and I am the Man. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this month's episode of Chica and the Man. And I am Sonia Iris Lozada, Chica. And I, and I am Alex Greenwood, the Man. Hi, everyone. Today, we're going to discuss how we went from being independent contractors to employees and why. Alex, I want to let you start because you had the biggest change recently. I did have a big change here, Sonia. And by the way, lovely to see you again. I've missed you. Um, I, um, for 12 years, ran my own shop, PR firm, marketing firm, consulting, all that. And I still have that, by the way. But I got an opportunity for about a 10-month contract working for a publishing company. Can't really go into who they are, what they do. But uh, needless to say, it's a contract to help them with a particular set of projects they have that it's starting now as we are recording this in, in February, I started a month ago, but the projects are really starting to roll now and will roll all the way through the end of September. Um, and it's been uh, an adjustment in a lot of ways. And I don't mean that by the way, all negative or anything, but it's been an adjustment. Mm-hmm. I get that because you go from being independent and let's say you want to work in the morning or you don't, you know, you could work later on in the day, but when other people are waiting for your info or your input or whatever, it has to be in a timely basis. And that was the hardest part for me to learn. Was that difficult for you? It's very because there's certain kind of software that a lot of companies use to monitor you. And I don't mean monitor you like spy. I just mean like to let people know if you're at your desk so they can communicate with you. Mm -hmm. And that's been something too, because I, I think for the first couple of weeks, I got very paranoid about like, uh, am I allowed to get out of my desk and go to the bathroom or pretty ask somebody or something? You know? And of course that's silly. Teacher, may I? Yeah. You know, but, but I, I felt nervous. Like, well, if I get up, well, you know, and somebody tries to reach me, you know, but then I thought, okay, don't be an idiot. You're, you're a grown man. You can go to the bathroom anytime you want. You can go down to the quote break room, which is our kitchen and get coffee or whatever you need to do. You can get, you know, just be around, be available in general. Don't just disappear. Because I'm, I can go to the office. There is a sizable office space, but almost nobody's really using it right now because still COVID times. But I think that's going to change soon. I really do. I think, but I, I, I wonder that it'll ever go completely back to where they were, you know, a couple of years ago, or people mm-hmm. were expected to be in five days a week. Anyway, so it's been that, and it's also just been having to give myself a different kind of discipline that I have not really had to have because, like you said used to just kind of come and going and say, please, or what if I get up in the morning, I'm not feeling it. Or what if I'm hitting it hard at 530 in the morning, I get up and I just, you know, go. And then by three o'clock, I'm like, okay, I'm wiped out. Well, people still expect you to be around. So it's, it's that kind of an adjustment right now, but that's, those are that. And just, I think the last thing that's kind of not negative, but on the challenging side, I, I don't want to portray any of this as negative, but on the challenging side, the other thing is trying to understand the culture and get to know your teammates. Cause I have, I work on a pretty large team of people and I have a position where I'm very big and it's a project management job. Basically. I have to be able to communicate well with a lot of people to get everything done on time and correctly. And it's, it's hard because I found myself a little bit, Sonia, overcompensating on like zoom calls and stuff and team calls. Um, just trying to show them, Hey, Hey, 
I, I have a personality and, and I'd like to joke, but the problem is, especially if they've never met you in person, uh, jokes can fall flat without you ever intending it. So it's, I've, I've experienced that a couple of times. Yes, yes. And you are a jokester. So I know what you mean. Once I get uh, to know you, you're such an amazing person. Oh, yeah. stop. stop. No, really. I mean, I, I'm always happy to talk with you this once a month. <laughs> and as soon as we can do more or whatever, we can do that. Now, yeah. do you find that the travel time is an issue for you or no? Well, right now, as, as I'm working from home, so the travel time is oh. the same. Oh, okay. I thought you had um, to go into the office. Oh, I've gone in a couple of times, but I mean, it's not at the point where I have to necessarily, although I'm going to try to make a point, even if they say you don't have to, to go in like once every couple of weeks for a day or a half day mm -hmm. and then come home and finish the day. Like I'd love to get there at like 8, 830, work until lunch or right after lunch and then head home and then finish the day at home or something. But I, the days I've been there, if you don't have meetings scheduled, you're basically taking meetings on Zoom from work or whatever we use. Um, it's rare to get somebody to link up on the day they want to come in and physically be in the office. Now, my boss and I, we, we connected um, on my second end. Uh, the first day, it was all HR and, you know, mm -hmm. all that stuff. And, right. um, but the first day with her, it was great because we went to lunch. And that was good because I think it was, it's, I thought that was important. I think she did too, just, just so we could size each other up as people and get, kind of get some idea of how each of us like to communicate and but it was still, it's still weird. It's still weird just because I haven't had to do that in so long. It's not, and these, these folks, even though it's a contract, I'm really like a staffer. It's not like a, a contractor with them. I mean, there's not a mentality like, oh, Alex is a contractor. Mm -hmm. But what about you? Are you, are you having a commute um, now? Well, I used to have my own company and I used to have to go into the office because I was doing accounting. Mm. I had a bookkeeping service and being a creative, you really have to force yourself to do bookkeeping, even though I'm, I'm really good at it. It's, yeah. it's something that I'm good at. So my biggest hassle was going to forgetting what day it was and going to the wrong client. And then eventually I ended up spending so much time on the road. And many times people will constantly call you to ask you about their accounts on your personal time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I finally had to tell one client, I said, every time you talk to me about your business, I'm, you're on the clock. Yeah. Because I would only get paid for so many hours per week and then everything else, all the questions he had for me. So that's the downside of being an independent person. Yeah. Uh, contractors that people think that they can call you and you have to establish early on that you charge them for your time, especially when you have a service oriented business. Right. Right. I ended up going to work because I got tired of trying to find work like, yeah. you know, one client. And also initially my company was just to go in and teach you how to do it. And then you take mm. care of yourself. Yeah. Well, some of them just insisted I keep doing. And so I was there, but uh, some of them learned and that was good. That's what my goal was to teach them. But always figuring out, OK, where's my next job coming from? What I, I don't like that. I just yeah. want to know, this is my job. I get paid so much money and all of this. And so I ended up working for this wonderful company that I'm at right now. It's a music company. I do still do accounting with them, but it's from home. Like the other day I drove to work and I was only there an hour and it almost took me two hours round trip in traffic. And I go there, I once calculated how long it takes me to get to work, how much gas it uses up 
and my rate and how many hours I put in while I'm there. Now, granted, it was one hour there. I'm charging for the three because I didn't have to go into the office. But so I ended up realizing I'm making a third of my salary. Wow. It took a third because I was only going in five days a week. If, I mean, five hours a day. So if I was going in eight hours, it would be more. But I ended up losing at five hours. I was losing a third of my salary. So me working from home from the pandemic has been a blessing. I also get more done. Yeah. Because, yeah, you could go to the, the coffee and then people ask you questions and they talk to you. And that part is great because otherwise I sit at home not doing anything. But at the same time, you can't get your work done. <laughs> yeah. And it's important to have a certain amount of team building, but also when you're doing accounting, like, like what I'm doing in publishing, it's a little bit more of a creative exercise, although yeah. I'm more project management than I am doing some writing and some editing for sure. But mm -hmm. it's, it's still, but part of it is not trying to, and what's the word here, to be an effective project manager, you have to really have the, I think the, the attention and respect of other people throughout the company who you need them to get stuff to you to make things happen. And I think that's easier if you've been in person with people. Um, I think it's so much more difficult. Like I've emailed people already with, for certain things and it's fine, but I, that's not my strength. My strength is, is with people. So what I'm trying to do now is just work to not overcompensate. Like I said earlier, don't try so hard. Just just be there. Listen. If, if you don't have a question, don't chime in. If you don't really have anything to add other than being goofy, don't do that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just find it hard to, but also I think there's a certain giddiness for me to actually be part of a team. I've been, I've been a solo guy for so long and it's kind of nice. And who knows what'll happen? I mean, it's February. This job goes to the end of September. There may be an offer to stick around after that, or there may not. I won't mm -hmm. take it personally either way. Mm -hmm. um, of course, I have to decide if that's, you know, if that's going to be what I want. Um, the job I have is very stressful or will be uh, as we close in on the end of it, in particular, because it culminates in, a, in an international event. And that's all oh. I can really say. When that happens, I may be so burned out or feel so old. I, I may be like, uh, I'm going to go back to the easy life. of just trying <laughs> to find a new client every other month or something, you know, but to your point, I do get, I did get, I, after 12 years, I was burned out from, as I say, you know, you, you, you hunt the game, you catch the game, you skin the game, you cook the game, you eat the game. The next day you hunt the game, you know, it starts all over and that does get old. Yeah. My sister tells me I'm a great salesperson. Oh, I believe it. But I don't like sales. Yeah, if it's something I mean, that I, you know, I didn't like accounting, so I didn't like having to sell it. Right. I do it because there's a part of me, and you know this, that's anal. And it is bookkeeping, hmm. and it is with editing. Otherwise, there's a, a thing called DISC where it's like mm -hmm. D-I. You know about it, right? Oh, so, I've taken it, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, so I'm an I. Yeah. And I'm oh, sure yeah. you, so are you, right? What do you think I am, exactly? Yeah. Uh, hi, um, I. Hi, I. Hi, yeah. I. What, what is the next number you have? I means intuitive, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Influential. So no, influential. Influ influential. Yeah. Because uh, it's like, it's like a, it's a, like a Punit square. It's four things. And on the eye and the eye butts up against, I'm I with some. Uh, S. The, C. What's the ones, what's the ones that the CEOs are usually? Uh, dominant. I'm, D. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh, so I'm that's why you're that sometimes too. a pain in the butt, huh? Oh, I'm a total <laughs> pain in the butt. I know. Aren't I terrible? Uh, that's, that's part of it. So you're an eye. I see. I I'm an high eye. 
but there's part of S and C because I'm very, I mean, the S part of it is the social mm-hmm. where I need to be around people. And I think that part of me is what makes me the um, meditation teacher. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a really good listener. I wanted once yeah. to be a therapist, but I really couldn't, I don't think I could handle people complaining to me the whole day. <laughs> but then there's a tiny bit of, of me that's the C and that's the, you know, the, the more like the computer analyst or mm-hmm. the editor that I am with sound, which is funny because I'm not that way with my writing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not that way with my writing. I'm that way with editing this podcast and accounting. And the reason I think I am with accounting is because I did it once. I don't want to look at it again. Yeah. Yeah. So with my course, actually, before we got on and I apologize, I I showed up late, guys, because I had a class on Insight Timer. And we're still getting over this thing where, you know, you're two hours technically behind me. Yes. And so I'm like two o'clock, let's go. And then I'm like waiting. And then you're like, I I know you want to start early or something. I'm like, I know, because I thought two o'clock my time, but it was two uh, o'clock your time. Yeah, because two o'clock your time is four o'clock my time, which. Yeah, I couldn't do at 12. That's when my class started. I know. Well, yeah, well, see, and I've got it. This is like the kids gone. And it's date night and like, we have plans where we've got, we're going to do a movie and then a dinner. And so it's like, I was like, I, you're going to have to catch me now, babe, or or it's going to be another, you know, (laughs) who knows how long. I was, yeah, no. And this is great. So I was teaching in this class and it was all about writer's block and why we go through writer's block. And I just use myself as an example, because what I do with writer's block is I meditate. Our mind just keeps saying, going into those to-do list. And, you know, we think about our finances, we can't quiet the mind. And there was one poem I was writing, I was in the mood, I was motivated, I was creative, and then I get to the end, and I don't know how to close it. So I'm looking at it and that, that blinking cursor, that mocking, I call it the mocking cursor, because it's like, go ahead, figure it out. Give me a line. Go ahead. Let me see what your next word is going to be. Let's see if there's any good, you know. And I meditate. I said, let me stop. Let me meditate for 10 minutes, which I think I meditated for 20. Mm-hmm. I came back to it and it came to me like that. Yeah. It was instant. Nice. So I said, well, if it works for me, it works for other. I only had two people in the class. Nine sh- signed up for only two showed up. It's not a, it's not a paying class. It's a live class. Mm. So um, I had, and I got one donation out of, out of the two. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. I know one time I had like 40 people sign up and I think about 17 showed up. No donation. That's so uncool. They tell you when you do the class to ask for a donation. And so I always, yeah, I did. What I did was I told my sister, I go, you know, I've heard other teachers on here ask for donations. And it's, it's like, oh, please leave a donation so I could do my stuff, you know, do my content. And I'm like, okay. Um, I don't want to be that abrupt. This is like a meditation. So I asked my sister, who's an amazing salesperson. She works with corporations on this. And she said, because they don't know how to sell. So you would say, if my teachings are of value, please leave a donation. There you go. So I can work on my content. And that is true. I don't want you to just throw me something. I want to know that I have value in your life and I have value in this teaching and I can actually help you. 
That's why I do this show with you because um, you you have a lot of value in my life. Oh, so do you. you. Know that, right? Yeah, you know that. that's yeah. why I love doing it. So how are we on time? Because I know that you have you have date I have, night. I, I have like twelve more, thirteen more minutes here. Oh, so perfect. We can talk. Maybe, some, well, maybe we maybe sometimes we have too much time if we're focused. If we like, okay, look, you got a half hour here, and then we got to get it going. <laughs> I don't know because sometimes, folks, you don't know, but like we don't put in half of what we talk about we right i mean sonia just goes in and trims out ostensibly the good stuff yeah. <laughs> sometimes some stuff's better than others but uh, yeah no um so that's that's good well i'm you know i'm glad we're both uh, acclimating i will say here's the here's the, the good sides of the job thing though mm-hmm. well one i'm regular paycheck is nice yes <laughs> yeah so so get this that is the my, best part of it <laughs> so this might be funny so one of my best friends uh she's an actress too in new york yeah. but uh she's actually uh, then came uh, a dancing teacher and kind of out of acting now but uh she's a I, my first love since i was 12 uh, anyway. oh my god that's so cute yeah I, I mean yeah i mean she's literally my old i always say i shouldn't say my oldest friend but because she's not my oldest friend but she is like the longest tenured friend mm-hmm. which sounds weird but anyway and she was like well, my first kiss and all this stuff anyway we're very good friends and we were chatting and i told her about the new gig and all that and i and i said i was a little nervous about certain parts of it like we kind of covered here and mm-hmm. i'm and I, you know i come i'm sure i come across as overconfident at times i'm not sometimes i'm like am I too old for this? Or, you know, I mean, is, am I going to make a fool of myself or can I handle the workload and all that stuff? I was telling her that. And she's like, Oh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. And then she said, capital T O T M. And I was like, T O T M. And she says, just think, and she said, yeah. And I said, T O T M time of the month. <laughs> she, she's, she, she's laughing on, on the messenger. And she says, think of the money. Oh, <laughs> a question for you that pertain to that and your podcast think of the money that's what i do because now i know i have a guaranteed amount of money coming nice. in you know nice. extra stuff i'll still work on extra stuff regarding your other podcast because i was still have my other one and i work on that every week and you said your schedule was really heavy because uh-huh. now you're doing this full time and then did you think maybe of cutting back on some of the episodes oh yeah oh yeah uh- uh, both shows I did actually. Um, oh, you did. Uh, I, I I now have okay. I do two shows: Mysterious mm-hmm. Goings On, which is my which main is one. my it's my main one. It's my love. It's where I it's where I met this sweet lady here. Um, and uh, it's it's the labor of love. And then the other one's called PR After Hours, and it's a business podcast. Okay, I've done I did like almost 160 episodes in two years for PR After Hours. That's crazy. Okay, it is stupid. crazy. And mostly interviews, sometimes two a week, often two a week. Stupid, right? Okay, so I was burning out on that. PR after hours is about, was about two thirds of that, let's say. But I still figured with this coming on, because I'm working minimum nine hours a day at this new job, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and even if I have some free time, it's I'm not being paid to do my podcast during the day. So I have to do it in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, so there, there you go. Or get up really early in the morning, which ugh, I'll try, excuse me. But- or I could maybe squeeze them in over my lunch hour, you know, here and there, but really, and then in the evenings, I have a family and uh, there's, I, I owe my daughter some time uh, to be present and, and my wife and, and cook dinner and all mm-hmm. that stuff I do often. And so there's that. And then I, you know how to cook too. 
I'm, a, I'm actually a, a, a I knew cook. you knew how to barbecue. I know how to cook as well. I'm, oh, you know, I'm I don't impressed. know if you know this. I don't know if you know this, but I'm kind of a catch. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at you. I'm laughing with you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that would make you nearly fall out of your chair. Ladies and gentlemen, she nearly did fall out of her damn chair. So my point being, uh, I knew, and I know my limitations because guess what? I'm, this is not something I'm not real. I'm kind of an early riser at this stage of my life. I used to be a night owl. I'm usually not asleep, but I'm usually in my jams, gym jams in the bed by 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night. And then I fall asleep within, depending if I'm reading or watching TV. I try not to watch TV in bed, but it happens. There's a lot of things I try not to happen in bed that happen anyway. You know what I'm saying, folks? Yeah, chat, chat, chat. All right, so my point being, I'm asleep by let's say 10 o'clock every night. And then I get up at 5.30 or six. And well, that, my day that's, that's a good eight hours. I mean, you yeah, know, you gotta can't have it. You can't fall asleep at midnight and wake up at five. That's not enough oh. hours to sleep. And I, so I've been trying to do that. I've even mentioned those. So what I have been doing is like my lunch hour, because I've kind of figured out, I can kind of swan in and make a quick sandwich and, and eat at my desk if I need to. So three to four days a week, I try to get to the gym and do my kickboxing workout. So I keep it because if I don't do a workout, by the way, I'm, you know, you say I'm a pain in the butt. Watch me when I don't get my workouts in <laughs> because I need it for my mental well-being. Yeah, I no, really that's do. that meditation and working out are incredible. It's things huge, for, right? Yes, it is. Especially so, I, I don't know about you, but people like us are a little hyper and a little anxiety, you know, <laughs> I don't know who you're speaking of, Go ahead. Mm-hmm. but I'm sorry. I think I cut you off there. No, I'm just going to say real quick that to answer your question. So I have cut down both shows, both shows. I do two seasons a year for both shows. The, the season starts at the end of January and it goes till May. And then I'm taking summer off because one, this job is going to be kicking my ass the all through summer, all the way into early fall. And we do, I did build into my job uh, offer a week's vacation that hopefully, hopefully will not be a problem, but I got to get away with my family in July, late July. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then I'll be done with this job by the end of September. And that's when the new season of both shows starts up. However, yes, I got to tell you, I don't, I don't know if I have the passion to keep going with PR after hours. It's been two, it'll be two and a half years at the, by May mm-hmm. of doing the show. And I'm not saying I would cancel it, but I may put it on hiatus and just come back to it if I really miss it like say in six months or five months, you know, what if I, would I don't, do? I'll stop. What yeah, would you do? I would, because you're going to lose your audience. If you, they, they won't come back after six months. Oh, so yeah. change it to once a month. Like we do. Well, when I lose, I'll lose a lot of audience doing that too. I mean, when I went on hiatus just for four weeks over Christmas between Christmas and, you know, I lost like my downloads for that show really suffered, the, the, but it's weird because I, that same period I was off for mysterious goings on and, it took about two weeks and it's back up again. I just don't, I just don't know if I don't, I mean, I don't think it's a bad show. I think PR after hours is a fun, good show, mm-hmm. but I'm just wondering though, if it's really worth my while, but here's the other thing too. Um, I'm technically not doing PR right now and I don't need to, I'm not trying to drum up business and I'm just wondering. So I think you make a point. Maybe I should just do a kind of keep my toe in the water with a monthly. Uh, so, a, so a time of the month for the show. Because I won't be thinking of the money, that's for sure. Yeah, well, you know, um, I don't make money on any of these podcasts. And by the way, we are now on iHeartRadio and Apple, and I, I got more distribution, so um, I'm happy about that. 
the monthly thing I think is because we just have fun on this. This is a light uh, podcast. That's the thing. It yeah. is. And I, I enjoy it. And, and we don't have to, you know, it's, by the way, you know, I put this in the feed for Mysterious Goings On and uh, it, it actually had some impressive downloads. Um, you know what? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. You have more followers than I did. It did have, uh, mine has some downloads. I also found that you put it on YouTube. Yes, yes, it goes directly to YouTube. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I well, I saw the last episode was on there, and I made a comment on it. So I don't know if you get notifications on comments. Oh, I need to go check that. I do, but I mean, I don't know. I get so many weird notifications. I'm not the church was weird. I just said, I think it, publicists have been pitching me for quite a while. But when the when the actual PR people within, like Random House, are just sending me books and saying, "Would you consider putting them on your show?" I That's think an honor. Kind of, that, that means is, you I, got somewhere, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, but I am like, it's just I'm not at that point where I can, like, make this. So, but but I think I'd be a damn fool to quit. That's why I don't I don't worry about putting PR. If PR after hours fell apart, fine. Yeah. This one, I, I will not ever quit. This is, MGA will stay, but it's just weird to get these. Um, and, and nice. Well, I know. Behind you. <laughs> you get uh, the step, the step up. Uh, from it yeah no I I totally get it um I it's like poetic resurrection it's a more heavy website I mean it deals yeah. a lot with uh searching and then but it's people seem to like that and when uh He's one of too. oh thank you one of the things that I talked about in the class today was it's like you know the all or nothing how many times do we do all or nothing if I cannot write for an hour I'm, I'm not doing it if I cannot put 100% of my energy into this, I can, you're never going to put 100% of your energy into anything. You have to live. You have to earn money. You have to care for yourself and your family. So yeah. 100% doesn't really exist. Maybe when you're focused, you're 100% focused. Yeah. But in life, you can't be 100%. It's just. No, I think you're right. That's a great, that's a, Thank you. I needed to, you, thank you for reminding me of that. Mm -hmm. And I think with this new job, when I get a little insecure, I need to remember that uh, what, what my best friend gave me some great advice about this. He said the other day, he said, uh, you need to remember something, man, because I get nervous about things right now. I get anxious. You and I mm -hmm. both get anxious. We have yeah. anxiety. We, we admit that. And uh, he said, there's nobody there rooting for you to fail. They all want you to succeed. They hired you because they knew you were their best shot out of everybody they talked to of making this happen in a great way. So go be your great self and just understand you're not always going to have 100% for them and you're not always going to get everything right. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, man, I needed to hear that. And I don't know why I needed to hear it, but I'm glad he said it. Right. It, clear, it makes you clear on what your objective is, because so much we think we have to be 100% for the family, 100% in the health, 100% in right. We don't have 500%. No. We 100% is the top. Now, when it comes to creativity, I find creativity to be infinite. Yeah. But our time is finite. I, that's a great point. Um, yeah, I've, I've actually done a, I found an old short story that I like, but nobody else seemed to. And I've re, we've been reworking it in a little bit of spare time I've had, and I'm putting it on Kindle Vela to go with mm -hmm. my other story on there. I made some money on that other story and I, not that I'm planning on making any money on this one, but it's just been nice to have something small creatively to do. The podcast is also that too, you know, these shows, this is creative, just you and I creating this. Mm -hmm. You're much more the creator than I am. Cause you're, you know, you're, you're, you're all your chief cook and bottle washer host 
uh, <laughs> the sexy half of Chica and the man, all that. Whereas, you know, I'm just kind of showing up and hi, how are you doing? I'm the man. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but on my own shows, I'm, I'm that person and that you are here and, and that's creative and fun. And, you know, I'm in between because I, you know, I, my last book, which I think we're going to talk about our books down the road, but yeah. Pilot's Faith, which got great reviews, um, but it's kind of, kind of petering out as a new title at this point. Uh, by March, it'll be kind of old hat because it came out uh, right before Christmas. And the, the, I'm told that mm, three to five months usually is the shelf life of really getting attention of people for a book, even if you have great reviews. So I'm kind of thinking I've got, I'm not going to quit promoting it. It's just, you know. Yeah. Well, sometimes you have to, you use that as your latest one and you promote the old one. So you keep promoting different yeah. ones because I've, I'm going to promote uh, one of my older books because it's the pre to the new one. And I'm yes. all, yeah, you know, it's like I, I got insight and inspire me raw, inspire me perceptions. And this is inspire me in time of need. I'm also working on a sci-fi story. And uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that one I'm really excited about is really where now I'm deterring from finishing my other book but this one just came to me and it's funny because my friend comes out she goes okay what's the what else do you have in the story now she just loves this story and she wants to hear what's the next segment segment of it and it's like psychological thriller sci-fi yeah okay when are we going to have this when can we read this oh i am hoping to have it done um realistically within four months okay yeah okay and I was okay. thinking, how am I going to put this out? You're going to uh, come on my show, first of all. Oh, yes, definitely. Yes, definitely. I would you love are. to. And you are um, a friend of the show. Yes, I am a friend of the show, just like you are with me. So yeah. I'm going to be starting my new season of Poetic Resurrection. Okay. I, I'm at the last, I have to edit the last two. That's about a year. It's been, yes. No, no, it takes you about, because you're such a perfectionist. Oh, no, no, you know, now. <laughs> I my longest edit was crazy I did 15 hours because the guy kept saying you know what I mean you know what I mean you know what I mean (laughs) so it's okay because it shows character but over three times as a writing thing you know one two three and that's it yeah so I had to figure out where I can edit it out because it repeated so much right now it just takes me an hour you know for okay that's 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 good that's good well, speaking of an hour, I think our time, unfortunately, I'm, I'm about, I'm, I hate that. Um, okay, next time we schedule this, I'm going to like be a total jerk uh, apotamus with you and say, okay, remember, it's Two hours time, difference. <laughs> which is blank your time. Yeah, because you said you had to be done by three. I go, oh, that's all right, because I got my class. That's at noon. So anyway, my darling, thank you so much. And thank you, audience, for joining us on this Chica and the Man episode. Many blessings. And I am Chica. And I'm the man. Good night or good day. (laughs) Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Chica. And the man. I'm the man, Alex Greenwood. And I am Chica, Sonia Iris Lozada. And we'll catch you next time right here on Chica and the Man.